December 28, 2021. It's what for Pedro Show. Your music is more favorably received by uh, the critics, the power structure, shall we say, than, uh, in, than in the U.S. Well, I'll tell you, uh, in the new music, I believe in it. And when I say the new music, I mean most of the younger musicians mm-hmm, who start mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. I know that they are definitely have found a quicker reception in Europe than they have here. And uh, when I started it, it was a little different because I started through Miles Davis, mm-hmm, who was mm-hmm. an, accept, an accepted musician, you see. And uh, they got used to me here in the States. Now, when they first heard me with Miles here, they did not like it. I remember that. <laughs> I remember so that. It's, it's just one of those things. Anything that they haven't heard yet, and it's a little different, uh, at first, they're going to reject it at first. Now, but the time, it will roll around, the time when they will like it. Now, the States... By being here with Miles and running around the country with him, I be, they, they heard more of me here, and then consequently they became accepted before they did in Europe, because they hadn't heard me in Europe. But we found, when we went to Europe the first time, they, well, it was a shock to them there, you know, like they booed me and everything in Paris, because, uh, well, it is, you know, they weren't ready for this. But uh, now I find, the last time I was in Europe, it seems that the new music, they, they, they really, you know, they open up, man.
lavender-colored bats. The magicians were working away on black
Pedro Show. Happy Tuesday. Started off with John Coltrane talking to Frank Kofsky about new music with different audiences. November 1966. Then we had Dinosaurs with Horns and Bats because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention. With me again is a singular Rick Potts. Brother Rick, thank you for coming back. Ah, hello, Mike from Watt. <laughs> Pedro, man. <laughs> so, it's been five months. Tell me what's happened in between. Well, a um, buddy of mine in uh, Brighton, England, put out a little book of of crazy paintings I did. So, um, I'm pretty excited about it. It's... Uh, kind of inspired by ugly stickers out of the bubblegum packs from my youth. And um, it looks like I'm already, you know, infecting young people with, with my art. And uh, so I'm pretty happy about it. Is it. Something to do with Bazooka Joe? No, I mean, these are, uh, I. well, here's the story. I was uh, working in Hollywood on Sunset Boulevard and I would, it was the era of everybody renting those electric scooters and bikes. And then guys would go by uh, in those wheel around chairs. And then the cops would go by in horses. And then some starlet would go by in a, in a three wheel motorcycle. And then uh, homeless folks with their, with their shopping cart caravans and, and then during the pandemic, I was just started doing some paintings and, uh, you know, there's, I just combined all these concepts and, and the, the idea of people living in their cars and the jobs that are out there now are all delivery jobs. And, uh, so anyway, it's a mashup of sort of this dystopian present, <clears throat> but it's fun. <laughs> now, now it's a visual thing right but is there a connect with your music um i don't know it's i guess in a way because they're sort of like collages of things and the you know the, a lot of my music is has used kind of collage like that bats tune you just heard is right. kind of a mashup of some some song i wrote joseph hammer helped record and add his finesse and then instead of lyrics i wanted to use found sounds and had you know 
used a record we had laying around and um, <clears throat> sort of inspired by the can bass player, Holger Chukai. Okay, he, yeah, I got to see And he that. did this record called Movies. Absolutely. And, and uh, it's a beautiful record where he took shortwave recordings and right. mixed them in with music. And, uh, you know, I kind of think that's where Eno and Byrne got their Bush of Ghosts concept, but I might be wrong about that. Well, the, but, uh, I know a lot of cats got into using shortwave shit after that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was kind of sad he gave up the bass, but in a way, it was a, a neat thing. It was a neat thing. Because Ham, yeah. I, I used to listen to that as a boy. Not really Ham, but Shortwave. Greg Ginn right. was big into Ham. I think that's how uh -huh. he got into touring. Yeah, because you talk to people in different towns. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, it it's, it's kind of magic, you know, uh, the Shortwave radio. And... Um, but anyway, I guess that's how it relates. I don't know. Just um, I've always kind of done both art and music. And for a while, I thought I should make films because it combines both. However, that's just a third thing. Yeah, right, right. Well, I was going to say, ain't, ain't music really art? It's just a different kind of art? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's expression, and, right? And then yeah. now, now the difference between dinosaur with horns and what I'm going to play next, which is just called Rick Potts, is what? Um, well, what's the name of the track? Don't it, think. Uh, oh, okay. My pop well, used to say something like that. Don't think, do. Yeah, well, it's um, you know, and that's kind of you know the my the way I approach art a lot of times, because sometimes, you know, thinking just gets in the way. When I was a teenager, I decided that, you know, the reason was unreasonable. So I tried to, tried to break away from thinking too much and filtering out a lot of ideas that, uh, things that might just come out and, but before you can filter it, hear what it is. So don't think was kind of my, uh, my mantra and uh and there's a lot of ridiculous nonsense in the song that's just me you know can i can i ask you a question yeah were you ever in, or have you ever heard of people called discordians uh no but it's inter sounds interesting principia discordia was their big work and they p p collectively put it together and it was like a big it was during the 60s had profound effect on me i think it, like a great grandchild was Church of Subgenius. Okay. Yeah, something like this. And, and you know, that's, I think, why I got into the movement, because the hippies kind of lost their humor. Uh, yeah. yeah let, let, let's, let's play, don't think. Okay. Don't think. 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 Don't think.
also swimming in the water, you are known as a walking fish. But you're actually an amphibian. You are from Mexico and never grow up, remaining quite a gildan in the water. And sometimes you clatter a gurn. That means you like to climb in German. In a classic god, disguise yourself as one of you. Suppose a water monster to avoid being killed by the other gods. You come in a variety of colors. You swim and you walk and you climb. Oh, so playfully. Whose top may reach unto heaven, 
Why for Pedro show? It's like deja vu all over again, people. Don't think Rick Potts, my home, unbroken spirits, if I want to snip so hoy. The cute little Aox Alodi swimming in the water, puppet midnight, hacked Picciato with, bob, uh, with Babel, Dash Funk from Crash by Pimps, Don't Jump, Tom Moody in the all new greatest hits band, Death Threats primi from Primitive Ignorant. Uh, I saw Corpse Sam Locke featuring Aaron Heffel, and finally, Into the Beginning, Rick Potts and People, I was enlightened to the fact that this is a cover of Tomorrow Never Knows. And so I brought in my little tangent thing about how I, I did thing that by using the words from Glass Onion. And uh, so an existential question I brought to Brother Rick here was, when you cover a song, is it because you really like it? Or like maybe it didn't have what I can bring it? Well, I guess it depends, but usually it's because I really like the song. And um, uh, lately, I've been getting together with some of my my buddies over at Pooh Bar Records in Pasadena. Shout out! And that, um, that store's still going. Yeah, well, it's kind of you know struggling right now because of the pandemic. Sure. But, uh, Is it still but, that big old house in Pasadena? No, uh, I guess about a dozen years ago, it moved. Moved down onto Colorado Boulevard, okay, down downtown, down the street towards actually East Pasadena, towards uh, Guitar Center and such. Or like we um, like to say in Pedro, shit hard center. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I've been playing experimental music for the last thirty or forty years, but now I'm having fun playing t playing just you know all kinds of different songs with my friends like porch music we get together and talk and smoke and drink and play music and it's really fun and so i'm kind of rediscovering some stuff i didn't listen to like uh i hate to admit it but i like some grateful dead music now i never thought i would but uh but th they wrote some great songs and and uh and so you know we we play some fats waller and um Scott Walker and Neil Young and uh, but it's because we like the songs, you know. And um, what, what machines are you working? I, I play bass, yeah, uh, and ukulele <laughs> a little bit. Okay, and uh, and, um, and so, so you're playing electric bass, or do you have one of them acoustic things? Oh, electric. Okay. I mean, uh, you know. Growing up, my dad's uh, acoustic bass in the corner of the room. Stand up, right? Yeah, but it had been, well, I think I mentioned this last time, it had yeah. been banged around so much that it was the action was so bad, I couldn't understand how you could play it. <laughs> and so when my brother brought home an electric bass, um, a, little, a little echo, you know. Uh, sure, the Italian ones that look like Beatle basses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he got it at, at a at a at a pawn shop, and uh, it's you know had a really narrow neck, and and wow, okay, this I could play. But and then uh, then I played bass in Human Hands for. Oh a few yeah, years. yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but when when you said you saying porches, you know they got these basses now that ain't double basses. They're like acoustic guitars, but they got heavy strings. And yeah, actually, I, there's little ukulele ones too with like rubber band strings. Sure, yeah, yeah. The um, and I, you know, I, I played one of those for the hell of it, then loaned it off to a friend. But uh, uh, 
but um yeah i have my my uh an acoustic electric bass too but it gets pretty twangy yeah yeah <laughs> i thought the same thing they don't have really the the, the bottom right right so um so yeah i've got a my buddy sold me his uh his fender fender jazz bass and that's got got the bottom end to it oh so. yeah yeah and you use <laughs> a little amp of course what, what yeah. kind of amp um god i don't know i mean we've got like a little practice amp that uh that my friend supplied and I can't remember what make it is. I think it might be a Fender, but it's just a little. Sure. I mean, it sounds pretty good. It works the porch. It works the porch. And you're yeah, working yeah, those yeah. Uh, Billy Talbot bass lines for Crazy Horse, huh? <laughs> I wish. I mean. They're <laughs> Econo. Yeah. I like them. Um, you know. You no, know, they're Econo. Phil Lesh, maybe a little too many notes. But look, we're at yeah. the end of the first hour. I'm not saying he ain't a good musician, though. December 28, 2021, Dish Wap Pedro Show. Special guest, Rick Potts. Hold time for hour two. December 28, 
Watt for Pedro Show. Start off the second hour. Rick Potts, funny letter. Then the Ratchet Orchestra out of Montreal with something live. The Seasons, Vermont, winner. Guess that's all you need to say. And Rick Potts, reprise of the Jungle Inspector theme. Jungle Inspector. <laughs> Is that a, a book, a story? Oh, it was kind of a nonsense uh, video production that I was involved with in college and uh, kind of co-wrote and co-directed. And uh, Jeffrey Valance was the star. And uh, it, yeah, it was, it was nonsensical. <laughs> so, but, so uh, the music was like tied to uh, images from uh, on a film. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, and that was the credits at the end, and we had like a a little diorama of a kind of a jungle hut and the names scrolling by on a piece of paper. And, uh, but yeah, it was, um, I like percussion. Sure, I like percussion. sure. <clears throat> and fun, like, a funny letter? Yeah. That was, um, that song was inspired by, uh, the calligraphy of this woman, Lindsay Thrasher, from the band Vomit Launch. She's, I remember that. We were corresponding, and uh, she, the way she wrote her G's was was uh, was pretty inspirational, I guess. So I wrote a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> the old days of writing letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then I sent them a fan letter, all uh, epoxying. Um, alphabet pasta onto a postcard and it took a while but it was pretty i think it was pretty impressive <laughs> so she had to bring you know she had to meet meet your auntie your, your pony up <laughs> that was just the way she did it i guess but um yeah it was you know yeah I don't know. sure it's personal it's uh, yeah, 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 right, yeah right it's not the same old same old. In, in your film stuff it informs your music huh I guess. I mean, uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a cartoonist, right. then, an, then an animator. And uh, and I, mean, I haven't done a lot of film work, really. Um, you know, I, for a while, I was working freelance on some animated, mostly TV commercials um, with kind of innovative animation. But um, I never really got into the industry, and I'm, I think I'm glad it probably would have ruined it for me back when I was in high school I wanted to I had big ideas for big films but you couldn't do it on your own back then you needed like a you needed 50 to 100 people to make an animated <laughs> film. you know I mean either that or or you would have to just you know it was really it's really a lot of hard work animation. I, I can imagine like especially like the disney days and there were hand-drawn cells and shit right but i'm wondering with pewters can they automate a lot of that shit yeah they do and i mean and then there was this guy bill plimpton who just drew it all himself and you know i mean it's kind of phenomenal but um but yeah it, i remember it clutch cargo with just the mouth moved <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a that was an inspiration. That's a kind of hybrid, sure. right? 
Yeah, yeah. Or they would hide the mouths. Yeah, that's you know? right. <laughs> and then, and then his car was like a paper cutout <laughs> pulled on a string. His boat, his boat. You know, talk about Econo. Yeah, but then it becomes know, but, part of the aesthetic, maybe. You know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, and uh, early on, on the first record that I'm on, well, aside from the. Uh, grammar school spring festival um <laughs> or playing flutophone uh <laughs> on bikini tennis shoes there is some snippets of clutch cargo on there because we had you know that was part of the mix right. in, in the room when we were recording but um anyway yeah i i, I i've always loved animation because it felt like open-ended like you could do anything right it, <clears throat> and uh and for you know it's it kind of died out for a while uh until until the simpsons and now it's back yeah <clears throat> well some of these uh comic book movies are <laughs> i can't watch them look nah. you, you were talking human hands right yeah you know what i'm talking about the spider-man and this stuff kind of i'd rather watch the comic i guess I, I yeah. know they all had animated versions. Now they're like real life, but they're so CGI. I wonder. Yeah. You mentioned Human Hands, and you know, I saw them many, many times. And uh, here's, I don't remember this song, Go Ex Existential.
red car ran into a dirty deal. I got stuck in my automobile. Took too many years to get it in gear. But the day of the subway's almost here. Take a trip beneath the sunset strip. Worm your way up a miracle mile. Disembark at MacArthur Park. Metro Rail is coming to town. They're waiting at a station deep underground. Better have a porter as the engineer. You call ahead and check, but the tracks are clear. Gonna bore through the city like a giant mole. All the way out past the Hollywood Bowl. It's not really such a novel thought. Gonna bury my car in a parking lot. For Pedro Show, that chunk of music star with human hands doing go, go existential. Then a brand new from Rapoon, Breathing Gold. Sounds from the Hades Laundromat, Bombs Prended. Ray Shin with Head for the Hills. Finally, Brick Potts with Metro Rail. And I was enlightened to the fact that Brother Rick here was uh, turning his back on bass to learn guitar for this human hand song. <laughs> now, uh, uh, he had a band called the Romans, right? The guitar man. Uh, yeah, Juan Gomez. Yeah, and, yeah, Juan. And my, my, Michael Ulincott from Monitor. And, and Michael, uh, right, right, right. And Keith Mitchell. The drummer man? Yeah. Big guy, yeah. big guy. Yeah. I remember, you know, those people were very uh, crucial uh, with the Meat Puppets. They're the, one, they're the ones that... The other crew was like uh, the human hand guys that came... I saw the consumers at the Whiskey. Wow! Yeah, that legendary show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. It was so, and David was a singer, David Wiley, right. and they were a trip. Yeah, maybe, maybe Paul was in the band, but Paul Cutler yeah. goes on to join uh, Dennis Duck and Steve Wynn, and uh, after they lost their lead guitar guy, yeah. but Don Bolt, the, the real guy, 
critical guy was Don Bowles, right? He becomes a Germs drummer. Yeah, I mean, he he came out later, I think. Yeah, uh, he did. Uh, yeah, but um, but sure, those Phoenix guys, you know, they're such kind of party animals and and wacky. And uh, but then when they picked up their instruments, they blew people away. They're amazing yeah. musicians. Yeah, yeah. I got to work in a clutch warehouse in Vernon for a little bit with David. And he was tripping that I was into Creedence. Steve Wynn, the same thing, he gave me a ride home from something. He said, you're into Creedence? I said, look, when I met D. Boone, he only knew Creedence. <laughs> and when you're in the boat with Watt, you get all six albums in order. Fuck I, just, I hate that seventh one. I just read uh, uh, Steve Wynn kind of talking about the early days of Dream Syndicate. And they were playing Creedence covers. You he know, told me that. Was, he told me that. Yeah, he was driving yeah, me in yeah. his little Honda Civic. I guess he lived in the Val or something. I guess Monitor was Val too, right? Yeah, Northridge. Yeah. Okay, wow, north, way north of that. And uh, I used to see them play. They would play a lot with B people. But on the first album, I'm right, out, right in the there. middle of it, is a Meat Puppet song with like none of the Monitor guys. It's just the Meat Puppets doing one of their songs in the middle of a Monitor album. I thought that was pretty trippy. I didn't know a lot of bands who did stuff like that. But, uh, oh. right, right. Yeah, so that was so trippy to hear, the, you know, you hear another band in the middle of a band's record. <laughs> but it was yeah, a turn on. And, and because of that, I went and saw them at the press club. And I told Greg Ginn about it. And that's how they ended up getting signed and anything. How did you meet those cats? Uh, through David Wiley. Yeah, we, um, we did a couple shows in Arizona, Tucson and Phoenix, and uh, uh, Derek Bostrom was was house sitting this kind of plush place out in a place called Paradise Valley, and we did some shows and hung out there. And the Kirkwood brothers came by, and and then uh, we saw. I think that was their second show. They played in uh, I guess Tucson, and then uh, they played some warehouse show and. Um, I was blown away because they were just so much fun. They were having such a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Did you see that Press Club show? I loved it, man. They had a yeah, yeah. version of 96 Tears that blew me. I think Derek ended up, like, kiping a drum set back there or some shit, hoisting it through oh. the window. That's what Chris told me. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. December 28, 2021 edition Watt Pedro Show. Special guest Rick Potts. Hold tight for hour three. December 28, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro's.
There goes Mr. Loogie Buster swimming through the trees, scaring all those cookies to the demon-tainted queens. Loogie Mr. Loogie Buster circling in the breeze, laughing like he's ever wish he had to see the reason. It's too late that when he forgot a loot that he made, that is why he has to fly and turn into a shade. Mr. Loogie Buster in the secret suit, because he faces me and he's doing the loot too. Loogie Mr. Loogie Buster is having a loot, always with the secret suit, so he looks into the blue. And that is show we start off the third hour rick potts juan gomez david wiley unintentional laugh and then thurston moore with john maloney dispute cut to heidecky from his new album your angry face it's a tune that's not the name of the record and in circles with high gear death drive niagara <laughs> i was thinking of sonia de and i fatelli with me and we drive, you know, Buffalo, we play, and tell them, Mike, Niagara. <laughs> Niagara. <laughs> and 12. And finally, Rick Potts. With me. I love this title. Mr. Loogie Meister. <laughs> Watts a fucking Loogie Meister. I, there was a cat Navy house. When I first came to Pedro from Virginia, his name was David Armstrong. He lived next door. And you'd, when you'd come to your pad, you'd have to, Keep the front hatch open because he's hawking loogies constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I I just woke up in a summer morning and had my window open, and I heard somebody walk by and and spit. And like before, I could stop myself. I yelled "loogie meister" out the window, and that's sort of how I got that name. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what what's 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 this three way with the 
Juan Gomez and David Wiley. It's not human hands, right? No, I think it was, it might have been right around the time the, the band kind of disbanded. I don't remember exactly the timeline for it, but uh, um, I'd written another guitar tune and and uh, had a, had this four-track machine and those guys were came over and helped me record it. And uh, and then I just kind of rediscovered that track. I'd forgotten all about it and thought, hey, that's that's pretty cool. I like it. But uh, there's a uh, this other band I was in uh, did a kind of full blown uh, version of that. But I like this kind of acoustic, low key version of it. So was your tune, and those guys came in and yeah, and abetted. Yes. Okay. And. Uh... Yeah, the Roman. That's a, I remember one after Human Hands made Romans, and it was kind of instrumental surf, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were kind of, and then they kind of went country. Then they, of course, <laughs> of course, that's where you end up. Right? <laughs> that's that's a typical arc. I, I remember Human Hands. Their big tune was Planes versus Trains. That was our signal that single that Rodney would play. Yeah. yeah okay. Maybe that's why. <laughs> well, Pedro here. That's. But I saw you play it many, many times. A lot of Hong Kong cafe gigs. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. that was our home base. Right. Right. <laughs> but man, Germs used to play there a lot. Everybody played there a lot. A yeah. Lot, yeah. A lot. I saw DNA there. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, sorry, I missed that show. But we we played with out of town bands like the Bush Tetras and. Oh uh, yeah. And um, they were on the show. They just came out with a box. They lost a drummer man, D Pop. Oh wow, yeah, yeah really sad. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, everybody played for those like year and a half, two years or something. We saw yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. gender gigs, a lot of germs. I think David Bowie came to see the germs once there. Uh, you gave me this project called Saws. Uh huh. Okay, this is Return to Whatever. I remember graduating Peter I in 76 and Return to Forever was the big band and I, I, I couldn't stand it. Oh, my God. 
Today, so I stopped by. You keep reading, looking at the edge of the page, afraid you are alone with your strange shape. Jokes he never made you laugh Turn your prayer into a voice Sound a him out Leaning on the walls Carry laughter through the house And round and round the room you tell me a story about how it started to feel 
Would you quit laughing? Don't you have plans today? Why did you keep reading when you've got plans today? Why did you come haunting if you've got plans today? Why do you keep laughing? You've got plans today. Why did you keep listening? If you've got plans today, you must have plans today.
la belle ôta semblant jupon pour aller voir la mer au fond. Quand la belle fut déshabillée, le beau galant qu'il s'approche, la belle lui donne un coup de pied au fond de la mer, la jetée. Mamie, donnez-moi votre main, vous donnerez tous mes domaines. Mamie, donnez-moi votre main, vous donnerez tous mes domaines. Votant, votant, méchant Laurent. Venez anguilles, venez poissons, mangez la chair de ce bon drôle. Venez anguilles, venez poissons, mangez la chair de ce bon drôle. Venez anguilles, venez poissons, mangez la chair de ce larron. Que diront vos amis quand vous verront venir ce lettre? Mamie, que diront vos amis quand vous verront venir ce lettre? Je leur dirai la
I, I, I don't know. I mean, watch for Pedro show last music for this edition. Saws with some, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's that satire. Return to for whatever. Then we, uh, off air, you know, musing about our, uh, lack of hankering for fusion or <laughs> confusion over fusion. Uh, Sam Cutton after that. I thought Sam Cutton would go up good after Saws. <laughs> Plans today. Miriam Gendron out of uh, Quebec with uh, La Tour de Femme. Pardon the fucking ruining your language. Good Quebecois. Uh, ben Boy with uh, Hollow Panorama. And finally, Rick Potts with Visible Woman. Lightness. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I kind of got a obsessed with that with the the model kit of I was going to say the visible yeah. man where you could see all the guts yeah and um I just thought it was very surreal display I mean um and uh, I guess later on uh those Nirvana guys used uh, one of those life-size visible women on one of their releases but uh yeah it was just kind of um about the beauty of a woman's body, but what was inside. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, kind of making fun of, of, uh, focusing just on the body. But, um, anyway, it, it was, uh, I don't know. I like the music and the, the lyrics are pretty fun, but, uh, well, you know, Think about a song, man. It's got to have some kind of anchor, some reason for it getting brought into the, yanked into this world, right? Right. Maybe, you know, Alfred Hitchcock, speaking of films and stuff, he had this idea of the MacGuffin. Right, right. Where, like, what it's about really don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's something like, that you're using as an excuse to get some kind of drama going. Right, like the the big Lebowski, you know, it's like... Or uh, the the ear in blue velvet, you right. know. It's like, it's like. Well, it's Lynch said that was the ticket, you know, to admit you into that world. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, or even the Maltese Falcon, it ends up being just some lead shit painted black. Right, right, right. I remember yeah, Sidney Greenstreet, he's all pissed off, you know. <laughs> and Joe Cairo, uh, Peter Laurie, right? Yeah, so I the MacGuffin. I love that film, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, so asking somebody what a song's about is kind of the most stupid fucking thing you could ask somebody. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I just you do know. it for some insight. And and, yeah. and, and, and return to whatever, uh, you, 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 you get to speak to your brother and his uh, aesthetic <laughs> at the time, right? And, and anyway, I remember with, uh, uh, you know, there's something about I want my own music, not my brother's music. Right. Uh, th this happened with the, me and D. Boone, with his younger brother. We just couldn't get into Todd Rundgren and G Genesis and, because they liked it. So we, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has nothing really to do with the merits, maybe. It's, it's something entirely different. And I think that's what arts are for in a weird way. It's a connection without there being too big of a connection, so it's loose enough. Yeah, well, and I mean, especially when you're younger, it, it's a way of like identification, you know, it's kind of like your team. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure. And and you know, you in those days, three, four years difference is big time. If you're not in this, you know, 
they're junior high while you're high. It's another yeah. world. You're in another solar system. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. I mean, I, my my oldest brother is 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 like seven and a half years older, and and he was just way out of you know, I was out of touch with what he was into for the most part. Although he brought home some interesting records that that blew my mind. Uh, like I think I mentioned like uh, songs of the humpback whale right. and uh, and uh, some Harry Parch and stuff that you know really kind of made me want to listen to stuff besides rock and roll. <laughs> Here, just a second, Rick. What? Okay. So, uh, what you got going on next, Rick? Um, not a whole lot. I mean, well, you, you got know, this everything... book coming. Yeah, and that that just came out. I mean, it was uh, Chocolate Monk in the Brighton, UK, but it was like a limited edition, uh, seventy five copies. So um, I might do and make some more, mostly to give away to friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, and somebody sent me a picture of this, I don't know, like eleven year old, twelve year old kid checking it out. It made me really happy, you know. I just yeah. uh, I like to see uh, influencing the younger folks because I don't know. I I I think that creativity is one of the things that's under taught in schools. Absolutely, and it's really, it's really uh, you know makes for better problem solving and all kinds of things. They you know, they try to write it off as fluff, but really, you know, if you can think out of the box, you can make better decisions. So it's important. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> fluff. Frivolous, right? Yeah. Bullshit. I, I, I'm, I'm right with you. And at music wise, it's, it's on the porch with the bass. And, uh, do you record any of this stuff? It's just for fun, right? We record it, but we just for ourselves, we, you know, we kind of don't, aren't looking to play gigs or, or even put out, uh, maybe someday we'll put something out if we feel like it. But, um, yeah. And there's a, might be doing a show with, uh, at the box with my, with, with, uh, Paul McCarthy's band extended Oregon. Oh, wow. Uh, I saw Kipper kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. They, they were years ago. (laughs) Pretty amazing. (laughs) Uh, It yeah. was a mind blow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They were. <laughs> was that the second mask on Santa Monica? Yeah, Boulevard. yeah, yeah. They used to they used to play some of the rock shows. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Them and 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 uh, yeah. That's when uh, the line was blurry. What punk was, and I kind of like that. Yeah, Joanna, Joanna went. went absolutely. And she yeah. she was wild. Our first gig at the whiskey was getting opened up for her. You know, we owe her big time, yeah. Well, actually, the first gig was opening for Fear because violent SST bands were not allowed to play there, but Fear got us in. (laughs) It's fucking fucked up those days. Fucked up these days, too. But look, you you get anything music going, please come back on the show. We can play it and talk about it, please. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. no, I'd love to. It's great. I love your stuff. I love what you're doing, Rick. Keep on keeping on, please. Thanks, man. Okay. People, it's been December 28, 2021. Dishwap Pedro shall keep your powder dry.